What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. Ula, Hafadei, Ali, Yakwe, Malolele, Talofa, and Aloha. And welcome to For the Cultures podcast. I'm your host, D-Boy. And I'm your host, Bex Bumble. Hey, and we in the building, man. Yes. And this is episode eight. Is Bobby. it eight? It is eight. I'm always forgetting. It's eight o'clock, but it's eight. Ep- I'm always asking what episode we on. Episode eight. I know. Imagine that. Imagine that. What's it was all a dream. <laughs> I used to read Word Up magazines. Salt and pepper and heavy D. Up, up in, in the, the limousine. limousine. <laughs> hey, see, Kiana done set us off. Kiana done made us think that we we could be rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kiana Fuenga. Yes, Fuego. Last episode was Fuego. It yes. was really good to have you on the podcast with us. Yeah. And even shout out to M for being our first guest. Shout out to M. On episode six, Everybody got to have an M in their life. Right? We really blessed. Yes. We really blessed to just have an array of folks, you know, tuning in, down to be, you know, on the mic with us and chop it up. So. We're grateful. Very, very grateful. Yes, yes, sir. How you feeling today, Danny boy? I am feeling rested, actually. You Are know. You? For the past two episodes, the way I was I was saying that I was gonna take care of myself was getting some rest. I really didn't do it. You know, help part, us, Lord. Right, help us all. <laughs> uh, part of it was really because um, just being unable to sleep and you know my mind racing and stuff like that, and just trying to stay up and stay active and do things. Mm. I haven't been getting a lot of rest, and I noticed how that plays into just my attitude for the next day. But today I woke up feeling hella good, hella rested. Good. I slept hella long. It was really good. So okay, yeah, I'm feeling rested. How about you, Bex? How you How you feeling, bruh? What's up? I'm feeling pretty, pretty, pretty okay today, and it's a Sunday. Mm. So I had a pretty full. I had an eventful weekend. It was pretty nice. Uh, what it's Sunday today, and uh, this weekend was my family reunion. Oh word! The So Ian Legacy. The legacy of Soe and Pele. You know, we came out, represent. We were semi-deep, not too many, just a good hundred, a few hundreds. And uh, we we came and just, you know, collectively brought a really good energy. I really felt the energy of, like, family that I've never met from Colorado Springs. Oh, dope. Samoa, Hawaii, out here from um, SoCal, Utah, the Bay Area, we had a, just a good amount of just different sides of town, and Word. it was good. It was a good, good, good um, family reunion. Even though I went to one, it was three days. I went to well, actually kind of went to one and a half because the first, on Friday it was there was an event that we had out there in uh, downtown San Jose. Bati, mm-hmm. um, he performed, and um, I just thought the family, most of the family, was going to come through, but they didn't. But it's okay. They stayed at they stayed at the hotel and turned up. They were turning <laughs> up at the hotel. <laughs> There's but turn ups going on all over the, the turn the spot, up right? is not good. Okay, everybody stay sober. Stay oh. sober. <laughs> now that I'm trying to sober up my life, stay sober, y'all. But yeah, how was your damn boy? Bruh. Yes, sir. I don't know. The week, like I said, you know, just I couldn't sleep. Uh I was thinking about a lot of things. Something something that I was really thinking about was a lot a lot of the loved ones mm. that I've lost along the way. Um, especially, you know, more recently with just Folks, you know, mm. going day after day, and August was full of loss, and September too, and then there's a lot of funerals that are happening here in September, mm. and just thinking, thinking a lot about death, 
I think uh, even thinking about my own mortality, mm. you know, with being um, unhealthy and out of shape and what right, else? Right. Overweight, obese. Easy there, tiger. Uh, smoke, dude. <laughs> you know, just do all these things. <laughs> that's not um, that's not good for the health. And I know it, yet I'm still like, mm. I'm still stuck. Mm. And just really trying to unpack that. And I think part of the problem is is that I try to unpack that on my own. Mm. You know, right, so, right, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of conversation. Just I think in. In the different spaces I've occupied with, like, looking for, ther- you know, for a therapist. Right. Right. Trying to get some therapy. and You ain't got a therapist? Nope. Bruh. <laughs> Told you about that. I know. See, and it's like, I know it. I got folks who want to support it, but ain't moved on it yet, right? And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the health tip, right? And, like, in f- being physically active, like, there's folks there who, you know, have been down and, like, yo, I'll work out what you do, this, do this and do that. But just ain't been, you know, ain't made a move. Right. And so I think uh, I think what I need, in, you know, in, in that sense is just like an extreme amount of accountability. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the kind of folks that's like, hey, not, not, not to sugarcoat it and be like, hey, how you doing? Like, you want to come work out with me? This, this, and that. Or are you okay? It's like, no. Get your shit ready. We're going to go do <laughs> Pack this. Pack your bags. And we're going to go get it in real quick, right? Right, like, yeah. You need that I need that kick in the ass. Okay. You know what I mean? Because if you give me the option, I'm going to just chill. I'm going to be cool, man, you know. But it ain't, you know, I know it ain't other people's It's not their job, yeah. It's not their job. I need to do it for myself, too. But like I said, man, it's just a lot of things weighing, weighing me down and it feels like an excuse, but it's it's not an excuse. You know and I mean, it's just the reason. It's just the the season, and it's how it's it's how it's going down right now. So mm. I just really been yeah thinking about that. You know, and thinking about like, damn, what if I were to go and it's just you know I don't want to be one of those like oh too young and I don't know. Just thinking about my mortality. I think also the reason why thinking about my own mortality is because there's just been like a in addition to all of this loss, yeah, yeah, there's there's this um, this constant battle that I've always been in with myself with like uh, feeling insecure. You know, I know we all have, what I know we all have our own <laughs> Danny boy. Well, see, a fool would think that no, you know, everybody's walking around without any insecurities or without any right, right, any things that really hold him and weigh him down, mm. right? Um, I think I've seen this on M's IG story. Um, What'd she say? Maybe yesterday or today. Something about like, you know, the ones, the ones who are smiling or the ones who, who uh, seem confident or just really got you know got it all together. All together, right? Are the ones who take the most bullets. Ooh. Some yeah, something like that really spoke to me and made me feel like, damn, that's that's me, right? That's good. It's like yeah, I'm out here doing all this community work and like trying to, you know, just trying to be there and show up and. Hold space and make sure folks feel right. comfortable and included. Uh, yet, you know, I got a lot of shit going on myself, right? Um, and I think in the hmm, in the spirit of talking about a lot of suicide prevention and shit mm. like that, right? Like, 
Things have been going great, really, doing the PI, Suicide Prevention Portrait Series. Oh, okay. Having these conversations, right? Like, right. amidst doing all those things, like, suicide has crossed my mind, mm. you know, shit, earlier this week. Oh, wow. Right? But but I want to I wanna caution folks and say that I'm not thinking about how, I, you know, like, how to take my life or, you know, trying to make a plan. It's just that it has crossed my mind because of feeling really low, right? Right, and, right. And feeling really just just down. Just out of it. Out of it, yeah. Just done, just drained, you know? And it's like, damn, what would it be like to, you know, not be here to hmm. just drive this car into the wall? It's, you know, some shit like that. Not to, not to laugh and make light of it, but, you right. know, just to be open and transparent and 100, right? Like Kiana said, like. If we if we say we're being one hundred, are we really being one hundred? Well, right? and that's that's as, as hundred as it's gonna get, man. Is one hundred? It's like shit. You could be out here, you know, doing the most, doing great things, but shit, we really don't know what's going on inside, right? And so, I yeah. appreciate that, Danny boy. I appreciate. Oh man, I appreciate you. That's next level me this vulnerability, space. right there. I know. I'm really. I'm, I was shaking in my boots. I was like, I never want to say this. You know, my mama, my grandma, everybody listen to this. But if I think about something that my mom always talks about, it's just, you know, to be open and transparent. Like, well, shit, this is, this is me being bare, right? Like, Yeah. It really kind of, re- it just opens up that, that thought of, like, never assume that the person you think that has it all together has it all together. You right. know, it's like we should never assume or judge like, oh, man, they look good. They look happy. And then, you know, behind I want to be like that. Right? Man, they're doing a great work in the community. They're making moves here and there. And at the end of the day, it's like they don't need help. We don't need to invite them. We don't need to call them and see how they're doing. We don't need to throw whatever. They just. We don't need to bother them. They. That's that's. We need to start checking up on our folks, people. Everyone. And we need to be honest about it. You know what I mean? I like know. That's the thing. It's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Like, what does good mean? Right? Like, can you can you break it down for me? Oh, know? yeah. This is the breakdown. I've been lonely for, for five months. <laughs> uh, I've been contemplating on so this and that. Like, that's the truth. Yeah. It's like, how do we... I mean, what does it really mean to be 100, right? Like, But at the, at the, at the same time, I think there... There are people who want to be 100, right? but they can't find anyone to be 100 to. You know, there are not many people out there, at least for, for some. I can speak for some because I'm speaking by myself. There are not many people I can go to and be like, hey, this is the shit I carry every day. Word. You ready to carry that for me? It's like they're not Word. ready to carry that type of weight. And sometimes we place it on anyone because we're just in dire need of, like, support. We're in dire need of connection. Con- oh my god! Genuine bruh. connection. You feel me? Like any type of connection. Just that's some, so real. Not any types. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back and say just some real genuine, you know, connectedness of like really being concerned. You know, because if you ain't concerned about the next person, hey, then you ain't. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's just something that that you gotta handle and deal with on your own and. And it's also hard to be there for everybody while also trying to be there for yourself. Exactly. And it's like, how do we find the balance for these things, right? Like, And then, uh, yeah, that's where self-care comes in, Danny Boy. At the end of the day, right? we like need we, to take care of ourselves so we can know how to take care of our people. Exactly, you know? exactly. End of the day. 
So my ICU this week, uh, I've been thinking a lot about it and just been thinking about how Bex and I are one of the very few PI podcasters out mm. there. I mean, we've been getting a lot of love from our folks at Poly by Design. Shout out to FICA Podcast. Yeah, shout out to FICA Podcast. Shout out to Carl, to my auntie Naki. Yes, yeah. Uh, and Brittany doing big things with mm. PBD, Poly by Design. They okay. have a podcast uh, called the FICA Podcast, which you can tune into on Sundays. Yes. Um, but then I was thinking like, okay, I know my big brother Cisco out there, man. He's been mm. doing the podcasting thing for a long time. Um, thinking about the girls in Utah who do the Tapu podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really breaking barriers with exposing a lot of the just the the violence that we experience as PIs, and just even you know the different dynamics with that, and and just really holding that kind of space, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's a great thing, and then even uh, the Shenanigans podcast, right? yes, that's really dope. And I was thinking, like, dang. I wonder if there's something where we could have like a PI collective, right, mm. of podcasters. And so I was thinking that, man, I want to say to the FICA podcast, to Big Body Cisco, uh, to the girls over uh, on the, at the Tapu podcast, and to uh, Shah, is it? Yeah, Shah. Shah with the Shenanigans podcast. Yes. I want to say that I see y'all. And that if you know any other PI podcasts out there, please let us know. Hit us up. Yes. For the cultures with a Q and a S at gmail.com. Yes. Let us know because I'm thinking that maybe we can form a collective, you know, as Pacific Islanders who do podcasting so that we could just, you know, we could just have a collective. We can have a group of That'd us. That would be dope. Right? That would be dope. And we could even call ourselves like the Pod Mob or the Pod Fan. Okay. Or even the Pod Pack. Right, because there's already pack. a there's already a pod squad out there, which is dope. Because I love the pod squad. I'm a big fan of all those different podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to think about like what can we have as PIs who are trying to create mm. these platforms for our for our folks and for our people, right? And yeah, I man, like I just want to say I like the pod pack. You like the pod pack? Yeah, yeah. I like that one too. With a Q. Pod <laughs> pack with a Q. P A Q. P A Q. Yeah. Okay. Pod so pack. I think you know we. Maybe we can all get together one day and and figure out what this could be. But to all the PIs out there who are doing podcasts, I just want to say I see you. Amazing. Ah, let me see. Okay, my I see you goes to a special individual that you had mentioned in your I see you. Mm. Her name is Shah. I think we when we were looking up her last name, it was um, Onge. Ongelungel, Ongelungel, or something like that. Yeah, sorry Could be if wrong. getting it wrong. If I got it wrong, please, please hit me, hit me up, hit us up, and let us know how to pronounce it correctly. But she goes by Shah Meride. Yeah. And Danny Boy mentioned um, her podcast, The Shah Nanigans. Um, she's a Palawan activist and a podcaster who identifies as queer and is. Um, yeah, she's just very active in her community, in the PI community. And um, I don't know if you've read that article. I think you've read it. Um, Word, yeah. Um, I just shout out to Jax808 that sent, um, that brought that to our attention, the article that was sent in our DM. But um, I don't know, Danny Boy, I want to kind of talk about that, if you don't mind. Like, Not just at all. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, this is something that is a, has been a big part of my work. 
Right. You know what I mean? And like thinking about building Pacific Islander leaders, um, we have to think about more than just our own context, I guess, as Polynesians. Right, right. Right. We have to think about what is it what does it mean to be Pacific Islander? Yeah, yeah. Right? Because that includes Polynesia, Melanesia, Micronesia. And then even if we were to take it a step further, right, you know what I mean? The academics will say, well, those those labels is you know those were placed <clears throat> on us by Europeans. Yes. And so then, what does that really mean? Mm, right. So right. I'm down to have this conversation, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. So there was this article written by Anita, and um, I she uh, she calls it hashtag being Micronesian in Hawaii means lots of online hate. Right at the Civil Beat. You yeah. You can find this article beat. at civilbeat.org. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, Shah is Maridi Maride Maride. She uh, is the one that they highlight in this in this in this article, and she's really pushing the conversation of like being bullied and just um, bringing visibility to the Micronesian people of what they deal with in the in Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a step further than bullying. I mean, well, maybe the bullying is the you know the act of racism being mm. you know being applied to the Micronesian communities in Hawaii specifically. Right. 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 And uh, there's a part in um, in the article that I kind of want to just uh, read for a second because I thought it was like, dang. Word. Um, Shaw, she moved to Hawaii in 2001 and started applying for jobs. Her cousin warned her not to tell anyone that she was Micronesian. Mm. Tell them you're from Oregon, they advised. The state where um, Shaw was born and raised. Say you're plowing if you have to. But whatever you do, don't tell them you're Micronesian. So after reading that article, Danny Boy, what are your thoughts about that? I mean, just that just that line that you highlighted about someone telling her to to hide her identity, right? Mm. And to even say that, like, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me about okay, say you're Palawan, say you're say you're this, say you're that, but don't say you're Micronesian. Like, for that to be something so stigmatized, um, it just makes me sad, right? It makes me think about a lot of the. The, the history, you know, in right, the U.S. Yeah. with, like, the black community and dealing with racism. Right, yeah. Right? It makes me think about what we're currently experiencing, or not we, but what the the Latino, Latina, Latinx community is experiencing mm. with, you know, um, uh, being undocumented, right? right or right. The, the term I freaking hate, the illegal aliens type shit, right? Like, it makes me think about all these... All these um, forms of racism and prejudice and oppression that are placed on groups of people because of something that, you know, a few people did and then the whole the whole community the whole community gets those gets labels for applied that. to them. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they're telling her to hide her identity and hide who she is because the stigma is that bad in Hawaii is fucked up. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and even in the article... Where they talk about uh, Shaw, you know, starting the the thread on Twitter, right? Being Micronesian, hashtag being Micronesian. I see that there's also a hashtag no aloha for us, right? Mm, yeah, like, this yeah. This is supposed to be the aloha state, right? And Hawaii is based, you know, like the spirit of Hawaii. It really does live in Hawaii. Like I felt it, you know what I mean? Like, right. how do we not extend this to our fellow brothers and sisters from Micronesia, right? Mm. Every community has... You know, folks who fuck up. Yeah, absolutely. 
those bad seeds, right? Right. Um, but we can't we can't place their mistakes and their wrongdoings on the whole on the whole community. community. I know. You know what I mean? That's like saying all black people are criminals. Right. All black people are drug dealers and, you know, um, on uh, government support, right? Right. That's like saying all Samoans and Tongans and, you know, just Pacific Islanders, um, all they're good for is football. Or uh, their gang gang members or their violent people, right, that beat everybody up. Um, Just a lot of these, you know, just these fucked up negative ass stereotypes on people or even the Latino community. Right. You know, oh, they're, I I don't want to say that derogatory term, but you know, it's about the back and all that shit, right? Or Mm. just um, doing, you know, all these menial kind of jobs, right? Taking all these kind of jobs, however they can get it, or that they're alcoholics or that they rape and mistreat their women. You know, just all these fucked up things that that get applied to the whole community when it's just... Yeah, 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 yeah. Based on individual actions. You know what I mean? Like, that's just fucked up and... This is this is something that always really um I guess grind, grinds my gears, right? Because a lot of the work that we've done in trying to empower our young people, you know, most of them are Polynesian right. of Polynesian descent. We have this conversation about being Pacific Islander or being Polynesian, right? Like when we say the term poly, you know, does mm. it does yeah, that yeah. include other folks like Melanesia and Micronesia, right? And for the most part, folks are like, yeah, you know, it's for everybody. But it's like, yo, if we just say a poly, yeah. then we're excluding, you know, the uh, our Micronesian and Melanesian brothers and sisters. Right. And so, I don't know. I think it's very important for us to, I don't know, have this conversation. You know yeah. what I mean? Because these are the experiences of our folks, Right, especially from Micronesia, and so I'm glad that you wanted to, you wanted to have this conversation because we need to chop it up about it and just, just get into it, man. Of you course. Know? Like, like what came up for you? Like, why, why that? <clears throat> well, one, I wanted to highlight Shaw for this very reason. She is like coming out and speaking about something that not many people want, or that we recognize have spoken about this topic. I don't know if you've heard it on social media. Have you heard anything about this? Really pushed as far as like the, you know, being bullied, you know, about this Micronesian. Um, yeah, I've heard a little bit. Um, I know have some folks, you know, like, I guess there's a poly Twitter. That, a poly. But I heard that that's full of drama. <laughs> anyway, um, but I heard that on Twitter there's this conversation of like, or this pushback. Right, yeah. Or, you know, some folks I know are talking about, nah, Pacific Islander means we need to include Melanesian and Micronesian. Right. Uh, because it's not just about Polynesian. Right. Yeah. But there's been a lot of pushback. It's like, well, no, you know, they just they just have very mean things to say about Micronesians. Yeah. And then it gets it gets it gets into a real disgusting, hateful kind of rhetoric where it's like, yeah, you know, like I think how they mention in the article about a like a cleansing, right, and like getting oh, rid yes. of the Micronesians, like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like you want to say some bullshit like that about those that that's talk of like genocide. Mm. You trying to kill off Micronesians, calling them cockroaches and shit like you got to be out your rabbit ass mind, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 
who are these motherfuckers to say this shit? And especially if they are from, you know, the Polynesian community, like I'm right, disgusted. Yeah. And I'm disgusted because it's like, nah, man, that's that's some shit that, you know, this person or that person did. We can't fucking blame the whole community. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? You, we got to be better than that. We got to be bigger than that. Yeah. And you'll hear it throughout, like, some of her podcasts. Like, she comes up, she's very soft-spoken, but she brings, I mean, good content on, like, you know, some of what she says, like, man, I've already, you know, I've already been told to, you know, pull back in my identity as a woman, as a queer woman. Mm. And now you want me to pull back in, in, as a micronesian, as a micronesian? It's like, you know, I can just imagine just the, 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 her personality just really pushing through this conversation and really just saying, man, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm not going to have nobody push me, push me back exactly, and push this conversation back. And she's just really just bringing like, just awareness she's resisting right she's, hell yeah she's resisting that's what resistance looks like is to push back on these punk ass narratives you know being speaking and on she is putting it people. on blast she's she screenshot conversations or tweet tweets from a year's right worth of tweets and she's just like you know if this if you want to ex- talk that shit i'm gonna expose it these are the people and this is that and this and that i'm just like but something very important with that very piece right because I, I read this in the article about, like, she's had those screenshots for a while. Right. And each one that she has to read, right, reminds her of the hate that exists for her people. Yes. And how it contributes a lot to her mental health, right? Because, mm. I mean, with all this racism, it's not easy to just shake it off and be like, yeah, I'm good, right? Right. Like, you really got to absorb that shit and process it. Yeah. And work through it. Yes. And that's what she, that's what she had to do, right? Because she had to revisit and relive a lot of the emotions and impacts that came from those hateful messages right to be able to share it and expose these folks right right and be like yo this is what's happening to our communities these are fucked up things that people are saying about us let's be better right right let's be better and i want to like kind of address that part yeah yeah the impacts that this shit has on her mental health and the mental health of the community come on i mean I learned a lot, of, a lot about this racism that was happening in Hawaii mm. uh, from a poem that Kathy Jetnil Kijiner did um, about her experience as a Micronesian woman in Hawaii. Oh. Right. And just to learn about a lot of the mistreatment from folks in Hawaii that, you know, Native Hawaiian, Samoan, Tongan, right. you know, or just even non-islanders <clears throat> really look down upon their community on the Micronesian community, right? Right, right. It was so it was so sad for me because it was like, damn, I know that we, you know, we be hating on each other in terms of like even within our Polynesian community, right? Samoans versus Tongans, all that shit. Or even like how native Hawaiians feel about, you know, Samoans and Tongans right, living yeah. in Hawaii maybe. I know we be hating on each other, but damn, then we taking it a step further and hating on other folks in other island communities. Such a trash. When it's like, damn, that's not what our culture, you know, is rooted in. Right. Right? That's not what our ancestors were rooted in. And not to make it this mythical kind of place that existed where we were all in harmony, right? Because I know there was funk and there was beef and there was war. But at the end of the day, we brought it together. We, We worked through... Differences, we you know, we got shit handled and it was all rooted in love. Right. And this shit don't feel like no love. Not at all. Not at all. Man, so 
It's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, let me read some of these tweets if you don't mind, because uh, not at all. Come on, come let on. me see this one right here. Should I say the name? Because she did a kind of light, lightweight expose it. I, I mean, if they put if they okay, wrote I'll it. say it fine. Don't y'all pull my hair? I do it. Kowahi Kekumu. That is the one who tweeted this. Micronesians have no social structure. They have no family foundation. Show me marriage license. There are none. They breed like rabbits and have zero parenting skills. And they lack a leader and education to fight the USA. Oh, man. Sound like a whole lot of... Sound ignorant as fuck. That's what that shit sound like. Hmm. I don't know how to feel about that one. I feel mad. I feel... I feel pissed off. I feel like, bitch... It's like, damn, is Micronesians the only one that have no social studies? If, if uh, that's the case. <laughs> like, last time I checked, I mean, we can look into all our communities. Every community. And this might exist for all of us. They have no family foundation. Well, damn, have you been? Look around, look around America. It's like, there's a, there's a quite a few cultures that's, that's struggling with this very <laughs> They breed like rabbits? Do you, Dang. Do you know, like, how many people would be in, like, Samoan <laughs> Tongan families? Oh, my goodness. Hawaiian families? Come on now. That's... This is, What's the other one right here? What we got right here? Just hating. Oh, right here. Growing up in, hashtag growing up in Hawaii. Schools, polys equals sports. Asians equals smarts. Micros equals hood rats. Hawaiians, scrap is life. Teachers equals gay. Dumb. Dumb, da dumb, dumb. Ignant. Who's this motherfucker right here? Let's see. Uh, at Ngafa Malaki. Who? Ngafa Malaki? You about to get donkey of the day right now. <laughs> Ngafa Idiot. Listen, I'm going to do one more tweet. Okay. This one is Monkey. What? A, or, yeah, Monkey, what a dumbass. Hawaii's version of world's dumbest criminal. Idiot, kick his ass. Um, they said, time for cleansing. This is the one you read. And purge. Right. So you're talking about oh, gosh. Uh, an ethnic cleansing, right? You're talking yeah. about Holocaust. You're talking about genocide. Like, you sound stupid as fuck right now. And the, the thing is, too, that we got to be mindful of is that there are hella trolls on the internet, right? Right, right. A lot of these people could just be saying things to get the reaction out of folks. And I will admit, I just give hella reactions, but, like, just the stupidity and the audacity. And that's the trouble of really feeding into this internet bullying and internet racism is that a lot of people are just doing this shit for kicks. Yep. To piss you off, to start, you know, to get, to get things riled up, and it's it's just not, it's not okay. It ain't. Something it's a no no. Right. Something I wanted to point out too that I think is a very important piece of this conversation, but also connected back to what I was saying about like our community and our culture being rooted in love, right? Yeah. So. In the article, it reads, The most famous Micronesian immigrant to Hawaii is Mao Piluk, who's also affectionately known as Papa Mao. Mm. He taught Native Hawaiian activists how to navigate using the stars and the waves in the 1970s. But members of his community have since been stigmatized as freeloaders, troublemakers, similar to stereotypes against undocumented immigrants in the U.S., Mm. The reason why I wanted to point that out is because Mao Pilug taught Nainoa Thompson these ancestral 
modes and methods of mm. how our ancestors navigated, or at least oh wow, his ancestors, right? Um, and through that, through that knowledge, and through that, just education, right? Right. Birth this this voyage of the Hokulea, right? Do you know? And this, I think, I believe the history is is that they created the Hokulea and they sailed without any, you know, uh, modern navigation tools. Oh wow! And they set sail from Hawaii to Tahiti and back. Mm. Without it, and they've made it, and they made it right. Wow! And so now it, they've just done all kind of voyages, right? And and that community and this, you know, this ancestral knowledge of navigation has, you know, has then been reintroduced and rebirthed to the Native Hawaiian people, and then to the Greater Pacific Islander community. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about what Papa Mao went through is that his own community was upset that he shared that information because that was supposed to just stay within their, you know, their community, their village, their tribe. Um, and so he received a lot of flack for sharing that. But Papa Mao was like, yo, what good is it if we just keep this to ourselves, right? These people, these native Hawaiians and other Polynesians have lost this type of knowledge wow. because of, you know, Many different things, right? Right, There's right. colonization, westernization, imperialism, right? Like a lot of the that type of history has just been lost. Right, yeah. And it's because of this man, this Micronesian man, that Native Hawaiians are able to regain mm. that type of information, right? Wow. But yet, even in, in the state of Hawaii, and maybe outside of that too, Micronesians are looked down upon. And if it wasn't for if it wasn't for that man and his sacrifice, right, to be able to reintroduce and reinform, you know, the Native Hawaiians on this type of thing, then then there would be none of this. Mm-hmm. There would be no hokulea. There would be no navigation education. Um, and so I think that it's just it's just funny how all that plays out. Right. You know, so I just want folks to to know that little bit of information and let that sit with y'all and absorb it because we got to do better, man. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to figure out just better ways to encourage our people and to really talk, speak highly of our people and everyone under the Pacific Island umbrella. I think one of the things that Shaw really uh, pushes in her podcast and on her page, on some of her um, social media pages, like she's just trying to bring oneness. She's trying to bring like, hey, you know, like I fuck with Samoas. I fuck with Tongans. I fuck with like all these people. Like we're all one. Like mm-hmm. this isn't like mm-hmm. I'm we're Micronesians. We stay here. We're we're, we're Malaysians. Stay, we, we're, we stay here. And yet Polynesians stay here. She's like saying collectively we're all one. There isn't no separation. And to, to have her really just feel like she's alone in this. I'm sure she there are a lot of people out there but she, like we need to be we need to become one online like in that world in that realm there's too much and in reality segregation. Oh yeah, reality for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of segregation on and you know like we need more shahs out there, you know, from Danny Boy to myself and everyone else that has social media use that platform empower our people, lift right. them up, not just Polynesia, but Melanesia and um Micronesia, like we need to just be one in what we say to each other and about each other instead of tearing each other down. Word. So, yeah, I see you, Shaw. 
shout out to you. Y'all can find her. We'll probably post her on our social media. But Sha Merire, I see you, girl. Word. Shout out to you, girl. And one last thing I just want to point out about this uh, this article. I think there's a lot of different layers here, right? Right. There's a lot of different layers here. And another one that was a very alarming that I know to be true is that even within the Micronesian community, there there is that like there is that tension between different groups, mm. right? Um, so like folks from uh, Guam, right, or or Chamorros don't don't like to be called Micronesian, right? They see the other folks as Micronesian. Okay. And there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, hate going on between. You know, folks who who fall under the Micronesian umbrella, right, right. Um, and so I think that that's just really interesting. It's also the same thing as like with the Polynesian. Yeah. You know, us Polynesians like the Samoan and Tongan beef, right? Like, right, right. It's just so pointless and so stupid that we need to be better. We need to figure out ways to unify, like right. you're saying, right? Yeah. This oneness, and even to stand in solidarity with yes. each other, right? Yes, please. So us as Polynesians, you know, we stand in solidarity with our Micronesian community, our Melanesian community, because as people of Oceania or Pacifica people, right? Right. We're rooted in love and we need to be better than all this hate that's that's out there. So I just I wanted agree. to I just wanted to put that out there, right? Yeah. <sighs> oh, man, now you gotta shake off all that anger, Danny Boy. I know. Well don't I don't know, it might come back because we about to uh <laughs> we about to chop it up about the Something that's related to what we're talking about here um, as Polynesians in solidarity, right, is this idea of Polynesian privilege. Mm. And what does that mean? And I feel like that that idea came, I feel like it, it works into a lot of different pieces. But what I wanted to highlight in this Chop It Up piece is that how, like, this this idea of Polynesian privilege exists even amongst ourselves. Right. And so um, what's been popping this week on Twitter that I've seen is um, I, I came across this thread of this young man who's part Samoan, part Mexican. Um, mm. And he's getting dragged because he mispronounced his, uh, his name. Help us, Lord. So his name is Ailawa. Ailawa? Yeah. Uh, but he pronounced it Alawa. He see he he pulled a bex. <laughs> How did he pull a pork? Yeah, because that's the that's the type of shit I be doing. Remember, you just put me on today. I was like, Danny boy, Danny boy asked me, Bex, uh, what village you guys from again? Oh, I was like, Onanoa, Onanoa, and he was like, I don't think that's how you say. It. I was like. He's gonna say it one more time. Is he, I think he was he was he was just wanting me to look stupid, huh? He's like, I was like, Ongangoa, Ongangoa, and he was like, I don't think that's how you say it. Right. I just had to. I mean, you know, not to cor- not to correct you, like, right, you, right. You stupid and shit, but just to so that you say it right this time, so that the next time if you say that in front of folks, they're not gonna look at you like. Do you even know where you're from? Ongengoa. Ongengoa. There you go. Yoy. <laughs> Sorry. I'm man. And it's at my family reunion this week. I hope they don't listen to this. I'm already bringing shame to my family. Help us, Lord. Nah, but you know, I think that's the thing is that with language specifically, right? We, right. If we don't know how to speak it or if we don't speak it right, we are ashamed, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're looked down upon. And so with this young man on Twitter, his name is, again, Ailawa. 
Ailawa. But he pronounced it Alawa, right? Mm. This poor guy, he you know, he's being dragged by all the polys um, for not pronouncing his name right. Um, and there are polys on there, too, who are like, hey, bro, don't trip. You know, just like Samoan people or just like poly people wanting to hate. Right. Or wanting to joke around, right? Because... They, they, they were coming up with all kind of stuff like uh, somebody should allow you to get a slap. Dang. Or some shit like that, right? Like just really dragging him uh, for mispronouncing his name. But then he's being drooled over too by all the girls, man. Like they they all on, like trying to get at him, right? Trying mm, to probably get him up zaddy, on the DMs Zaddy, Aloha Zaddy. <laughs> he's a young Zaddy, so. <laughs> little gotta, Zaddy. Little Zaddy, yeah. Gotta be careful. But I mean, even for him, right? Like, yeah, it's funny, and he fucked up, and we la- we can like, we can get laughs out of that. We could joke about it, but at the same time, it's like, well, what, what, what is the reason why he didn't pronounce his name correctly, right? Mm. What, where does that come from? And it made me think about like, you know, just the privilege of our community and our folks who grew up around the language or immersed right. in the language right. and can, you know, do it a little bit better than the next person. Right. What good is it if we don't try to help each other? Right. You know, um, gain a hold of that language, and and immerse ourselves in it, or by you know by helping each other out and teaching right. each other, so that we don't lose it. Because some some of us are like so many generations here in the states, right? And, right. And for the culture and the language to get lost, it's like we're losing more and more. Right. Of what of our identity right and so it goes back into that idea of like what we were talking about last week with kiana about samoan ish right right i know and well then, what do you identify as are you are you uh samoan ish because i remember um kiana had to correct that and she put us on like you ain't samoan ish you samoan you samoan and it's real right like what she said last week about you, there, nobody can take that from you, right? Like that's, that's a gold right there. That's real as fuck, right? Even if I don't speak the language fluently, or if I can't understand it fluently, like the blood that runs in my veins is Samoan. Yeah. Right. Um, and I have to sit with that because, yeah, that can empower me and that can really um, hold me down. Right. Yet I feel like even, you know, with the community, they they may not be there, and it's still like. Yeah, you really ain't someone, you know, mm. you're, or, or like how people say, you're not someone if you don't do this, this, and this. Well, shit, I might not do that, but I'm no less someone, you know, it's just that my experience is different. Right, right, right. Um, and it really makes me think about like the plight of of those who are, you know, afakasi or even just half of something else, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I'm not too sure, but I feel like I heard, I heard this... Uh, you know, when I was having these conversations before about like afakasi be- meaning like half white, mm-hmm. and then you have to call out all the other afas. Yeah. You know, afa uli uli, afa mexico. Afa pal. Yeah. No, yeah. palangi is the only one that you can use afakasi, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know. If y'all know. I heard that too. The history behind this, hit us up on the email so we can, Please. you know, educate the folks. But. It just made me think about like you know my family particularly is is Afakasi right like and there's mm. generations of it and a lot of the things that they had to go through in dealing with the Samoan community right and then even what we have to go through amongst ourselves because there's there are those who understand Samoan there are those who don't 
and just really what this means to have Polynesian privilege. Right. Right? And then even it's like it's like language privilege, you know, it's like culture privilege, like all of these things that we hold and it's like how are we imparting it on our community that that could be losing it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's the thing, Dan Boys. Like I think growing up I've always had my um you know, my my Samoan card pulled for me because I I lacked the skill in speaking the language correctly. Even in doing some of the the just the traditional like uh, practices like the fails and stuff like especially um, during funerals and weddings, I had it all. I man, I was the girl that used to just mess it up. Oh, like when cutting the swords and stuff. I was the one that messed it up, man. I put. <laughs> Who do I give this envelope to? It's like, can you put, can someone stand behind the puppy? I don't know which one. Man, I I, I was a disgrace to that. I I lost interest in wanting to even pursue the whole like dang if Samoan be Samoan, yeah, right? if, if being Samoan means looking like you and how you are and whatever it is that you do I mean the only thing that I admire is just what you, the service that you provide but the attitude and everything else is like I don't want it if that's what Samoan you know mm-hmm. like being Samoan is and I'm just like I can't I don't know that but, was I was always confused about that like I, every every time I messed up Pop, my card was taken away, and it's like, damn, I guess I'm just more this this super, you know, like what they call it, Palangi washed, you know, not even Samoan girl. She's just she's super she's super American. She's just no good. Right, and and I think there's a lot of folks who experience that. Right, right, and and I think a lot of folks who do experience that have, like you said, wanted to steer away from the culture and the community and just do their own thing, right, and even right. do the American thing because of being shamed so badly while trying to perform cultural things, right? And what's hard is that, like, it's only when those things happen yes, that, that like, our family's like, oh, well, you got to do this, this, and that. Like, okay, well, can we get a lesson real quick? Right, you know right. What I mean? Like, why haven't we been raised in these things to know these things of, like, when they happen, here's how we do it. right. I mean, my my friends and I, uh, we were joking like, "Dang, we should there should be like a service created by Samoans that like when a fire love it happens that folks come in and they take care of everything and they do all the things." Right. Yeah. But of course, that wouldn't work because the folks who are doing those things have to be from the family because it's so connected to the family name. Right. And that you know when doing those things. Yeah. So. But you, but you know what, Danny boy. Once upon a time, believe it or not, I used to be pretty decent, really good, actually, at speaking Samoan when I was younger. Because my parents used to speak it to me a lot. Me, my, all of us, my sisters and I, they sh- they used to just, everything we did, our whole household, was we were speaking Samoan and English. But the minute we grew up, started venturing off, doing our own thing, the language was lost in that. Because now the, my parents started picking up English, and now our household is speaking English, and and like when you don't practice the language for, well, at least this is for me. When I don't practice the language for at least three, four years, I lose it. And one of the things my dad told me, like when he came back, you know, here because he's been in Samoa, he he said that you have to get yourself around just 
an elder. Go sit. Go 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 mingle with your aunties and uncle. Go visit like you know some of the elder aunts and uncles, and go sit there and just have conversation because they don't ever speak English. Mm-hmm. And in that, just try to practice and kind of you know slowly catch your language back. And that never worked for me, but I'm sure it, it will one day. But yeah, I lost the language, Danny boy. I need I to get it back. Me too. I don't think I've lost it. I've always been trying to gain it mm-hmm. and learn it. And, you know, I, I learned it, you know, just from asking a lot of questions from to folks and reading and, and also doing the same thing, right? Listening and even listening to music, you know, right. just trying to make sense of a lot of it. I mean, I'm I'm all right, you know, but but it would always be great, better to to just be fluent, just have more polished, right? Yeah. I mean, what what's dope is that even the Samoan language symposium, I think, just happened. Oh. Out in Utah, I know Kiana was out there with a bunch of other folks and leaders who, you know, um, contributed to the event. And man, it would be really dope to have gone to that. But um, what was dope is Kiana hit me up. Uh, because they were talking about Ifonga. Mm. And she she broke it down and she got a deeper understanding of, you know, how Ifonga was practiced and what it looked like. Mm. Um, that just really made me think, you know, like, damn, I wish I wish we can have, you know, um, this thing called Aonga Samoa. Oh, okay. It exists. So it's, not, it's Samoan school, Samoan language, uh, or even just Samoan culture that um, is, a, is a summer program that's offered at, at the USC church in uh, Carson. Really? Actually, yeah, yeah. Some of my nieces and nephews have gone through it. And, you know, it's a good way for them to learn cultural practices, customs, and language. Right. You know, to pass it on to the, the younger generations. And I think that that's such a proactive thing, you know, to do for the youth yeah. um, of the church. And it's like, dang, what could that look like for the community? Wow. You know? I would be the first one signing up for that bad boy, for sure. <laughs> me too, me too. But, you know, I think just even this this idea of privilege, right? Like, the thing about privilege is, is that those who have it don't know that they have it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, I mean, the prime example is white privilege. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, there's Palangi people out there who are like, well, white privilege doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Right, right. Right, because the system that we live in was created to benefit you and not me, right? Not right. us, not people of color. And so, yeah, I mean, there's folks out there who are Polynesian and Polynesian descent, and they're like, there's no such thing as Polynesian privilege. Bruh, if you don't know that it exists, then you must have it, right? Especially if you're, if you're, the, if you're the majority Right. And the other people are the minority, right? And so thinking about thinking back to like what Shaw was talking about. Right, right. About, you know, Micronesians being discriminated against. A lot of it is done by Poly- Polynesians, right? And they're speaking down on Micronesians. Right. You know, um and it's it makes me think about that saying about like when the oppressed mm-hmm. become the oppressors, right? Mm. And they oppress other people. It's like this, this culture or this hist- or this way of like thinking that is passed down from those who have oppressed us, right? And that we we pass it on to like the next group of people who are smaller and less uh, or more insignificant, right? And right. It's just 
hatred begets hatred, right? Like, like let's just do better, right? For and then even to draw back to Ailawa, right? Like, let's be better and let's help. Let's help the young Uso learn how to say his name correctly, right? Right, right. Because maybe he didn't grow up around the language or he wasn't immersed in the language, right? And how do we how do we be better at like teaching him, but also you know doing what we do as PIs and like you know poke fun <laughs> because we could poke fun about it and laugh, you know. It's like it's like. Yeah, you fucked up, but you better now, but we still going to talk shit. And it's all good. Right, right. right. It's, it's, that's also a form of love. It could look like bullying, but it all, it's also a form of love. And so just being mindful of, like, the privilege we hold as Polynesians in different spaces. You know, it may not be everywhere, but it definitely exists when we are amongst ourselves. Right. I mean, I've seen the extremes. I guess the extremes that I've been exposed to have been more of... Um, you know, when you don't represent the culture well, you lit- your card gets taken away, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't, you don't get it back until you represent it right. And that that's the thing, like, I just kind of want to sit on is like, just how can we, because I can imagine the moment that I was told, I think it was like some, I was like in middle school when I first tried to guide the sua. I remember I, I messed up so bad because I, I was never taught how to do it. They just assumed, oh, who's that young girl? Come on, get over here, put on Pukasi and, and go do your work. They just assumed that everyone should raise their daughters up, right, to do this job. And, you know, just happened to be that they chose the wrong one because my other sisters knew, but I didn't. And I just remember being so embarrassed, mm, you know, because, yeah. you know, they embarrassed me as I was going the sua and on my way back. And not only that, I mean, I heard it even after. Mm. While I'm around them, every time I was around them, I heard, like, don't ever do this. And then go just go play over there. And then after, even when we go home and meet as a family and eat, I'm hearing the same type of mistakes. You need to do this. And it's like, it's it's one of those things that you just automatically get turned off, you know? Yeah. You lose interest in wanting to know the culture. But at the same time, you deep down inside, I'm dying to know. But how do I... Get have the courage to get back up there and do it. If I'm over here lightweight traumatized right. from how they, you know, kind of outed me as someone who didn't know, because I basically I wasn't too embarrassed because I didn't know shit. Mm-hmm. But the way they went about it, because that was just a way of just saying, you know, if you fuck up, you're out. You know, and what 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 would you say is like? What's some advice we can give to people who are just like I gave up? Like I ain't I ain't trying to be. You know, like. I'll say I'm Samoan, but I don't, I don't know the language of culture, and I'm proud of it, you know, because there are some people who are seriously content with not knowing language, not knowing values and, you know, customs, and they're okay with that. All, the, all they're good with is a tattoo, a sleeve on their arm, and, <laughs> you know, like, whatever. But. Right. That's that, that's that uh, Samoan-ish or yeah. the, the PI-ish. Just totally turned off. You know, they're dying. They're, they're, they want to represent they want the to be culture. connected, yeah. Get connected, but how do we bridge them back? I mean, that's a good question for the both of us, too, because we exist in that same space, right? right? Like, how do we? And I think something that comes to mind is is just what Kiana was saying last week, right? Like, even for myself, I had to take that in and really absorb what she's saying, right? Because it's so empowering, right? Like That was. You're not Samoan-ish. You are Samoan. That was a huge light bulb, huh? Right? 
It's like, oh, damn. I got to unpack that a little more. Say that one more time. It's so simple, (laughs) yet profound. You ain't Samoan-ish. You Samoan. Right. What? Like, no matter what the blood, you know, your blood, Samoan is in your blood. Oh, man. you're, You're connected to your ancestors, right? And it doesn't matter blood quantum, right? Like, right. It doesn't matter the amount of blood you have, like you are it. Even if you look Balangi or you look Uli Uli or you look Mexico, right? Like you, if you have Samoan in you, you're Samoan. And even those who mm-hmm. don't, right? Like there's people who are non-PI, non-Samoan that really come in and have a respect and a humbleness and learn the culture, right? Like they're honorary Samoans. Right, right. But don't be fooled, okay? Because there are those people who just, you know, try to come in and they're like culture vultures, right? They, you know, they want to be Samoan, but they don't want to do Samoan things. Oh, Lord. Right? Yeah. So watch out for those cultures, those culture Culture vultures, vultures. because they out there. But uh, back to what Kiana was saying about, like, you're you're not Samoan-ish. You are Samoan. That's beautiful. And that... Whatever version of Samoan you are is who you are. Right. And she was saying that even like her being, you know, from Washington, but being here for our aunt's funeral and just seeing how like the Bay Area Samoans, you know, handle things. She was like, wow, this is like a, there's like a Samoan Bay Area culture that is different from the, you know, the Washington or the Tacoma uh, Samoan culture. Right. But we all do our our things, our kind of way. Right, right, right. It's an extension of the village and our geographical location. So all in yeah. all to say that, like, you know, don't be afraid to go out there and learn and ask questions and even to take responsibility for things. If you ain't saying it right, ask them, well, how do I say it? Yeah, yeah. And you kind of, I read it in some of the notes that you sent me. You said, um, well, Kiana had mentioned it, but culture is is a matter of where they are and how it's practiced. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like, I mean, that hit home with me because I I was like, man, that's absolutely correct. Like I I only know culture to the extent of what my what how what my upbringing, you know, mm-hmm. you know what they exposed to me and just my environment now. Word. Like that's the extent of what I know of culture, mm-hmm. you know. And, Versus if I go to a, a cousin's house, that they their next level culture, you right, know. Right. But it doesn't water down who I am. Yep. As a Samoan, again, it's just this is what I've I've learned. This is my version of it. This is my version mm-hmm. of it. This is just how I'm gonna work with what I have, and it works. And I'm good. And I'm good. And, and I'm, I'm Gucci. And, I, and you and you fly I, too, cousin. You know what I mean. Like it gotta, it gotta be like both gotta be able to exist. Right, yeah. It can't be like, oh, this is better than that. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we can't learn more. True. Yeah. Because only a fool thinks he knows everything. Yeah. Because Lord knows I need to learn a lot more than what I know now. We all do, right? Like that's the whole thing. Soak up the knowledge. Over here, bullshitting, calling it on and on, being super <laughs> confident. Danny boy, psh, don't try to ask me what my village is. It's on and on. I'm just going to help you what? pronounce it right so that these motherfuckers don't try to shame like, you out here. I know you're not trying to call me out. It's called on and on. <laughs> I can't. Man, let's just do better, y'all. As a people, you know mm. what I mean? Let's treat each other with love and kindness. And accountability, of course. And, you know, if we see people fumbling, let's help them up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Samoan-ish. That doesn't exist. We are Samoan people. Word. 
We are who we are. All right, Danny boy. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling kind of uh, heated. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things that we're talking about. You know, I just hope that I hope that uh, what we were talking about makes sense. You know, I'm always worried about like when we're recording and stuff. Like, oh my gosh, does what we does what we say make sense or are we missing things? But you know what? Hey, we out here doing it, and we can always just make it better. So absolutely, I'm okay. How you? How about you? I feel great. I feel like you know, both topics. We kind of left it open ended for just you know our listeners to give us feedback and how to kind of just you know mm-hmm. what they felt like mm-hmm. we should have said or some some input on what they you know some of our opinions that we gave. So Word. I kind of like that. It's been going great with how we've been kind of like ending some of our segments, and I love the feedback and how some people give like really deeper meanings to like some of our. Yeah questions and give deep analysis it's really dope. oh yeah it's really uh great to engage with you all and i hope that you can continue to do so because we love to just have these conversations you know and i mean yeah let's keep it going yeah. i know we only just scratched the surface with some of these things but man if you're feeling some type of way hit us up we would love to hmm. you know we'd love to engage and connect yep all right so Danny, but how are you going to take care of yourself for the rest of the week? I think how I'm going to take care of myself this week is connectedness. Mm. Um, And I say that because I've really been trying to disconnect from a lot of people. And I think that that's that's trouble, right? Like, Mm. I want to, I was thinking about last week how we were talking about isolation. Right. And I was like, Noticing, like, oh, shit, I'm starting to isolate myself, you know, but it makes sense because of how I was feeling and all these things. And so this week, I'm really going to be intentional about being connected to folks, right? Mm. A lot of folks I want to follow up with and catch up with that um, give me give me life and give me love, you know, like. That's good. I'm going to tap in with them, so. That's good. That's how I'm going to take care of myself. Okay. Bex, how are you going to take care of yourself this week? You know what, Danny boy, after this, after recording this episode or just like when we're not finished recording, but after having this last discussion, I really feel like I owe it to myself to go and be a student of my language. Mm. I really want to just, you know, kind of take heed to what my, my father, you know, had just the advice that he gave me, go to your aunt's house, go to your uncle's mm. house, go to your grandma's house, go go to the elders yeah. and sit and talk stories and have conversation. And even if you're not able to talk back, just listen, listen to how they pronounce their words, right. listen to the words that they say mm-hmm. and just become a student of that. And I haven't done that yet. And I feel like I owe it to myself, like just kind of like talking about, you know, where I am as a someone. <laughs> It's like it, it makes me sad. Like, man, mm. I I want to become better, and mm-hmm. I haven't really been taking advantage of the people around me who have, you know, who are holding my rightful inheritance as a Samoan. Come on, you know, you know, of the language. You know, I should be taking advantage of that and going sit with the elders, sit with Word. just not even the elders, even some of our young people. I got that, you know, are up with the language. <laughs> I need to sit with them, but I think I'm gonna take this week to really try to be intentional about like just. Visiting an aunt or an uncle and just trying to talk stories, and I'll, 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 we'll talk about it the next episode and see what I got. That's what's up. 
I mean, there's yeah. so much knowledge, you know, when we sit at the feet of our elders. I'm so, oh, I believe it. Let, I believe. Let's all soak it up while we have time left with them, yeah? Please. Cool. Well, before we head out of here, I just want to reiterate the fact that we, Bex and I, as Samoan queer folks, stand in solidarity with our Micronesian brothers and sisters out there. Mm. Continue to stand up for yourselves. Continue to share your narratives. Um, and to those... Polynesian or not, who are discriminating against them, cut it out, man. Mm. Do better, be better. We stand in solidarity with y'all. That's real. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. We're signing out for episode eight. Yeah, we out of here. Much love. Love y'all. Peace, Peace out. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture.